0: Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast with the best shows on TV, and I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. Alright, tonight's episode, what is this, 406?
1: I think it's 6.
0: I hope it's It's promise Promised. Promised. And it was directed by Helen Shaver. Um, What'd you think?
1: Uh, I thought it was a little bit weaker than most of the episodes, but strong ending.
0: Yeah, this had some strong moments but not like the best flowing episode that I remember. Oh, and it's four or five. I'm sorry. Um,
1: huge moments. Yeah. It was very highs, but it it dipped a lot.
0: It did. It definitely did. Um, a little, A little uninterested in a few things,
1: I, I guess I'd say. I mean, I know like we've been kind of saying that we weren't high on Wessex anymore, but right now... Wessex Mercia that whole plot line like i'm I'm done with it
0: yeah it's it's everybody's cheating on everybody, everybody's got their own little deal they're rolling
1: I mean like I was trying to like make a web for all all of my notes and stuff, and th- this web is so intertwined that the the spider is lost on this thing like i I don't know who's messing with who who's doing what, and i I just don't see what anyone is going to gain out of Wessex
0: true and I gotta be honest I don't I don't just love the Ragnar Edu stuff either
1: um I'm, I'm in on it those scenes are fascinating the camera work that they do with those the story and how vulnerable he is is I, I'm, I'm intrigued by it
0: I'm intrigued by where it's going to go but right now I'm not just enamored with them too
1: I don't know. I will not want to disagree with you on that because I'm really enjoying the character that he is when he's with her.
0: Oh, I don't mind him as a character at all. It's just the story itself. I'm not sure I'm 100% on board with yet. Okay. But, um, Um, all right. Basically my fault. I forgot to break my characters down (laughs) for the thing, so we're going to kind of run through it scene by scene, but we'll run quick because we don't want to get too wordy. Um, We kind of get an open scene of erlander messing with the crossbow he's that was like, pretty
1: ingenious of him i mean at first i thought he was gonna take a shot at kalf and i think that was a little uh pre destination or something letting us know that hey there's a good chance kalf isn't gonna make it through the end of this episode yeah it's a little
0: foreshadowing there um, it is but the fact that he's upgraded these crossbows um made it more accurate looks more, like more powerful, powerful. uh You know, and they're telling him they'll never, you know, expect to be used, their own weapons used against them.
1: And also how he's just kind of a functional character now. Like, he's actually making some moves. Not everything's dependent on his money or his name or anything. Like, this is a person who can actually get things done.
0: Yeah, kind of strange that this is the route they took with this character. Mm -hmm. That he's kind of, you know, behind the shadows, kind of. Like, you know, working his, tooling away, basically. Kind of flokey esque Yeah, kind of so. Kinda yeah. They're kinda of, he's he's been handed a, a a poor hand, you know what I mean? When his dad being killed, he's been kinda of laid low. Well, I
1: mean I don't know if poor hand was the way to go with it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean I he just been diminished. Yes. And now he's found his way to work rise. his way back up. Yeah, yeah. So but we get the two big announcements lagatha's pregnant and calf proposes.
1: Do you think she was pregnant? Okay. I don't think she was pregnant.
0: The seer said her womb will never quicken yeah. again, and um, so I don't know.
1: I, I think it was. Why I lie about that right now? To get the marriage, to get it in intimate and everything. And I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't see that she was pregnant. She didn't seem happy. Just nothing.
0: Is it, it is it possible that she is pregnant? But is it possible that it's Eckbert's baby?
1: No. Is that long? Mean, I mean, she would have been shown by the time they got back to Catigrade and stuff. Good, I mean, that, that's a long role. sale.
0: Yeah. Okay. Either way, Cal proposes. And that's where we go off with well, them.
1: Well, before that, I mean, we see Lagatha training some shield maidens, like all women and everything. The in Youngsters. Very. Yeah. I mean, they're
0: looking good. Yeah. I think she's had this plan. You know, she
1: wants to keep building her force. Well, I mean, the title of the episode was Promised. And like we, like you said last week, was she made a promise to Kalf that I will kill you. Yeah. And so, you know, like you said, maybe she has been planning this for a while because she feels she needs a little bit of protection if that ever falls through.
0: Well, and then the fact is, at the end, you kind of see that her people knew. Yeah. And were completely behind her after it happened.
1: Are you a little intrigued by the fact that it was all women? Like, she didn't have any young guys or anything? Um,
0: no, not too much yet. No? Because at the end scene, there's a lot of
1: men around her yeah, supporting her. Yeah, I mean, her. chanting and everything. But right. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get there.
0: But then we move on to, like, a Bjorn and Ragnar conversation about this new king that showed up at Kattegat.
1: I mean, not even just that. Just resentment and regret. with yeah. Well, we're seeing a very vulnerable Ragnar this episode. They
0: actually have an argument basically about who
1: left who. And, and you know, well, yeah, because he was like, hey, you know, you don't take a child away from his mother and stuff. Well, you try to do it with me, not the same thing. And yeah, you know, she left never, me. It, it's never the same thing when it's coming from that perspective. Absolutely. But and then Ragnar, you know, sitting there talking about, you know, I, I may have been a bad husband. Well, no, I was a bad husband. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of like <laughs> chiding with him and everything. And I was really definitely good. a bad husband. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was liking that scene. Yeah, I think they do a good job with Ragnar, pretty much 100%. But well, do you think that they're kind of leading into where Ragnar might not be here by the end of the season? But mean, who, do you, who do you think they're replacing him with? Bjorn? Maybe Harold ends up winning it. Maybe Bjorn fights for it. Maybe it's a power struggle for the entire next season of who gets catty who leads the Vikings and everything.
0: I'm Be- going to go ahead and tell you that these fine hair boys, they look like fake Vikings to me. I, the bro-
1: oh, Yeah, I, I'm really not digging it's the face like tattoos. It's like they're trying anymore. too hard. It's like they're trying to replace Rollo, and it's just not – it's not good because even his brother was. I was like, "Who are you?" Yeah, they're like, "Is that, uh, is that Justin Bieber with some tattoos?" Yeah, they're kid like. Yeah, they. Um,
0: I'm not a fan so far. Nope. I'm hoping this is going to turn out to be some big, like, fake out of some kind.
1: Maybe, but I mean, he's got such a massive army—six hundred and twenty ships.
0: Yeah, because I mean, that's the next up. That's the next scene is Bjorn questioning him, like, "How many men do you have? How many ships do you have?" And it's a lot. Yeah, he's got a good number.
1: I mean, I think he more than doubles what they got in Kattegat.
0: But how do you like the Bjorn Dick joke that, Mm -hmm. you know, 20 boats or whatever and 600 men won't make your small kingdom (laughs) a big kingdom? You know, and as he looks down at him, you know, I'm just like, nicely done. There we go. Nicely done. Um, Okay, so here's where we move to Wessex. This is a huge, convoluted deal where Expert is talking to Quinthrith you know... the uh,
1: King Ale?
0: And Ale's there. They're all kind of having a conversation of where to go to now. They talk about W. We find out his name is Wingston, mm-hmm. the noble. And Quintrith says you
1: can put no trust into him. Um, and I mean, just like, the whole time the scene is going, I'm trying... I'm looking at Echbert, I'm looking at Ale, and I'm trying to decide what point do they have in Mercia? Like, I mean, it. even if they go back, win it, and put Quintrith back on the throne, how is she going to rule it? Like, how is she... Where's this going?
0: Yeah. Well, you're know, is still under the impression that him and Eckbert are just going to take over Mercia yeah. and split the land, you know, and make it bigger kingdoms for both of them. So, I think is just going along with whatever Eckbert's telling Quintrith, you know. And, like,
1: he's got this backdoor deal that...
0: Right. And, but the problem is, is look at Aethelwolf. He is just, like, full on. He's all about some Quintrith. All about Quinthrith. That's Uh, all there is, and I don't know. He's like, and obviously they wrote it this way to make him look kind of foolish and mm -hmm. like too agreeable, too fast, because he kind of plays his hand so quick.
1: Um, You immediately, well, no, I think we definitely need to go into mercy. That sounds like a good idea.
0: That seems to be the only way, (laughs) and that you know settles it you know he's just like and uh, you know Eckbert's looking at him Aels yeah. looking at him like good grief
1: and i'm kind of like looking at him and i was like Wolf, why are you even here like i mean i understand you're the prince and everything but you, you quite don't have this kind of power to be speaking yet
0: yeah and he goes from being like Quintra's lapdog to immediately flogging himself in his bed yeah and then be, you know demanding Judith come to bed she of course says
1: no I mean, she's testing her freedom and her power. I mean, I'm putting freedom in quotation marks, but like oh, the, her whole. So That's what I'm
0: saying. This whole stuff is kind of starting to like just kind of dribble on for me.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I hate to keep bashing this in, guys, but I mean, just I, uh, I Judith, I've had I enough. W- I w- care nothing for Judith. No, nothing. I mean, she was like, then well, I'm, I'm skipping ahead, but yeah, they had but. their argument we're married only in words. You can beat me. I'll smile. I was just like, uh. well, this is the same scene. This yeah. Is
0: all in the same scene. She's like, go ahead, hit me, whatever. It won't mean anything. He calls her a whore because he knows he's been with her father and she knows he's Busts been... him out for Quintrith.
1: When did this happen? Like, when did everybody
0: know? Everybody knows everything and it's just all out on the tape.
1: I mean, that was a bit shocking. I mean, maybe like they're reading the same body language we are, but I didn't think that they could see it.
0: I don't know what happened. It just seems like they've jumped the shark immediately. Yeah. Um
1: and then she runs off to Eckbert, you who, know, saying Who just
0: delivers a precious um, ring. Precious ring of his ex wife
1: to give to her to wear, even though he's I, never gonna marry again. Like I, what? Is <laughs> what? I just I, Is this, this just channel just, three at noon? Like are we watching soap Days of Our Lives?
0: It's once again, it's just too much too fast. They didn't I don't know, that just didn't give us this nice path for this to lead to this. Yeah. It's all just thrown at you, just, just thrown in your face.
1: I mean, j- just to get Wessex completely out of the way, um, we, we find out later when Ragnar's talking to old girl that he knows that the stable in Wessex is gone.
0: Well, yeah, I remember the guy that made it back, the survivor, told him. And then he throttled him, killed him. He's the only one that knows. That's when he told Edo. Yeah. He says, "That's my biggest speak, biggest secret. Is that none of the other Vikings know that that settlement has been destroyed."
1: And so, like, there's we legitimately have zero reason to be in Wessex because Wessex doesn't know how to get to Kattegat or anything. Yeah, and so he has no interest in going back. So I'm just, why?
0: I guess they got to keep checking in with Wessex so we kind of have an idea what's going on. But like you say, it's just not the most interesting plot line.
1: right No, now. I mean, there's more. We only get like 48 minutes or something. So, I mean, I'd much rather have that in Kattegat or learning more with Rolo and stuff, who is becoming a more likable character again.
0: Right, in which we move right to him. And we find out that the forts that he said to build along mm-hmm. the river have been built. Um, he has like kind of a speech with Odo says that we have to keep Paris no matter what.
1: Yeah. And I mean, he gives the French and Odo and everybody a little bit more insight on the Vikings. Like, look, uh, you know, you're saying, Oh, we can build a bigger wall. We just see that as an obstacle. You know, one more thing for us to climb and get over and show right. our dominance. And Odo's like, Oh, so yeah,
0: just giving us more obstacles will not prevent stop, us yeah, from we'll do sacking your city. Strengthens our resolve. Mm-hmm. If anything, um, But then we get immediately Gisela with Rolo again, rolling out of bed.
1: Yeah, hey, I mean, Gisela, she's becoming a character. Hey, like, where have they been hiding this Gisela? Like, all Uh, about it.
0: Absolutely. I'm really a fan of where they're going with her character. She wants a child, she's already ready. Yeah, let's do this family time. And Rolo wants his own northern lands Mm -hmm. so he can move out of Paris. And kind of just run his own show. And well, not, I mean, kind of showing answer. that
1: he doesn't really care for the city as much. Like, he still is a Viking at heart and wants that land, that openness, that...
0: I think he just doesn't want to be under the Emperor's thumb.
1: You but, know? Yeah. And I think
0: he has to be somebody he's not around all those people. But if he had his own lands, his own castle, whatever, he could be himself... You know, dote on Gisela and
1: yeah, run make, a kingdom. Yeah, make children's yeah. farm and all that. But then we quickly learn that Gisela, she's not a fan of Odo. And, you know, like we said last week, I mean, give us our props for the correct prediction. Odo's been found out as being a conniving little slug.
0: Absolutely. And the left-hand man, Beardo, yep. mm-hmm. um, comes to the emperor. And oh, the emperor is so weird. He, he's soft, he and I mean, Gisela talks strange. about
1: how he's he's soft and everything, and he's he's got no backbone.
0: He's so jittery and, like, just scared mm-hmm. all the time. Um, but anyway, left-hand man Beardo comes to tell him that Odo's has dreams of the crown. Yeah. Wants his place, and will sneak his way and connive his way, and... He's very ambitious.
1: Yeah, and the king's asking him, you know, how can I trust you? Like, what? whose word are you getting this from? Yeah.
0: Where are you getting this from? Well, from Odo's mistress is what he says first.
1: And I don't know if, if y'all aren't following us on Twitter or anything. You know, we're live tweeting the show. Yeah. And hits it right on the head right here.
0: This went classic incest mode. <laughs> uh, find out left-hand man's sister, who he's been sleeping with, and having his own deal with is Odo's mistress, the whipping girl. Yeah. Uh, and she's the one that comes in to tell the emperor that, yes, Odo has dreams of your place. He, at first, kind of...
1: I mean, back to your jittery, he's backing up, shaking his head. It's like, oh, no, how yeah, dare you bring her into my court?
0: Yeah, I guess it gets around that she's pretty slutty. and She's adventurous. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I know, no slut shaming. Yeah, this
1: end. you know, she, she's enjoying herself. Exactly. Well... Maybe.
0: Promiscuous, perhaps. Uh, but yeah, he's a, almost offended that this is where he got his information from at first. But then
1: he jumps all over it.
0: Then he's like, "Well, you can trust her because she's my sister." Yeah, it's like, Bleh. okay. Oh my god, we know
1: what's going on beside, behind those scenes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Somebody's <laughs> been. Uh, some of these writers have been watching Thrones too much. Yeah. Uh, disgusting. But I mean, he he jumps all over it. Never wants to be alone with Odo again. And needs eyes on him at all times, and even I, I, like we were saying earlier, Gisla, like Rolo's like, "Well, I mean what you want me to just murder him' She's like you're thinking like a Viking, you know yeah. these things can happen in a multitude of ways. He could be on the front line, you know he could be taken out in court there's a lot of ways we can do this, honey like don't think. Yeah, think a little bit more
0: he still feels like he's kind of been castrated in a way if you think well Well, we
1: we know what happens with castration on this show. Right.
0: But she even says she's like, Well maybe he's out there fighting and then some unknown soldier comes (laughs) and cuts him down and he's like, Oh that's not how I do things, you know. That's not honorable. You know, so she's still got some work to do on him. Yeah. Before she turns him into a legit Frenchman. Yeah, Yeah. you
1: know, so someone run away from the battle instead of towards it.
0: Right. So we get we get Ragnar coming to see Edu. And this is where she kind of explains Chinese culture to him. Yeah. Um, And I think we may have said Japanese last time. Totally off. Chinese culture. Okay.
1: We'll hit it on the head this time.
0: Right. So we find out that's where she's from, that she's from.
1: She tries to play off being just like some semi, like, well.
0: She says she's a merchant's daughter. A very well-to-do merchant who had enough money to have his own ship.
1: And Ragnar sees right through this,
0: right? Because she starts talking about how the emperor has many daughters, mm-hmm. um, many concubines, and wives. Uh, that you know, whatever this dynasty in this area of China, and he kind of has some strange looks for, her, like some knowing looks at her.
1: <laughs> great, great looks. Like, yeah. I, then, I hope he doesn't leave because I, I just love his acting.
0: But then he immediately jumps to neck scratching fiend. Where's the medicine you gave Yeah,
1: them? he's like, I, I need a little bit more. And I mean, in my notes, it's like, Ragnar, drug
0: addict? Yeah. I said, Ragnar, drug problem in my
1: notes. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> say, same thoughts here. And uh,
0: I think found- Ragnar's killing his pain and like burying <laughs> his pain with, with this drug.
1: I think it's that. And I think because in, in real history, Ragnar's really old at this point. Because I yeah, mean, life expectancy wise, well, I mean, like he, he's hit like the 50s and stuff, like in the, the real like history of this and everything. And I think they're trying to portray that without because they just can't age him that much. And so I think that they're putting this mental anguish and everything on him and trying to make it seem older in that sense instead of just the physicalness.
0: True, true. But I think it, I think it'll be a cool, but see, like I said, the Edu stuff doesn't really do it for me much,
1: but the. Well, my also thing is, do you think there's a possible China invasion?
0: That's where I'm thinking. Like I said, yeah. I think the future of this, because once we find out later that she is one of the Emperor's daughters, just like you see Bjorn always kind of hunched over that map, Yeah, I see Ragnar thinking of a new possibility as well.
1: Now, I'm no geography major, so I don't even know if this is a possible it's invasion. It's a
0: long way. It's a very long way. I mean, Norway to China. Yeah. That's serious but it's happened it's not like things are lined up like they were before the mongols made china Massive. enormous, you know all the way into russia so you know china right now might be much closer than it was like say now yeah much be closer then.
1: and she made it so i mean we know it's a possible journey absolutely absolutely And so, but I mean, I would really, I would much rather see an invasion of China somewhere new than, I mean, going back to Paris will be fun. And obviously we are going to go back to Paris, but way above going back to Wessex.
0: Or maybe even getting some kind of deal worked out with China. Because, hey, I'll return your daughter in return for... Whatever, some kind of service.
1: Because she could be the high-ranking daughter or anything. I mean, there's a lot of ways that this can still yeah, be played. Yeah, could be huge. Yeah, because um, she's a terrible slave. So, obviously, we know that she's not the low-ranking absolutely.
0: ones. <laughs> All right, so we get a quick uh, another Wessex jump. Um, it's just King Ale leaving Wessex. He agrees to help Quinter take Mercia. This to is where bottom. we get the first Quinter thing where he's not. Tr- she's not trusting Eckbert.
1: Yeah. And I I feel like she definitely should not.
0: She definitely shouldn't. Yeah. um, Because he's a, I mean, a pro manipulator. Do you think Um, she's
1: thinking too highly of herself? Yes. I
0: think she's a borderline crazy person.
1: Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, just the way she looked at him and goes, I don't know if I should trust you because you're a little bit like me. And then Eckbert, smooth, just, well, you should think of yourself a little bit higher. Like, don't don't worry. I've got you. Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, like well done.
0: Because like I said, I think she's going to start sowing the discourse between Ekbert and Aethelwulf.
1: Oh, it, it's already been sown.
0: Yeah. So I look forward to seeing Ekbert smash Aethelwulf probably. Yeah.
1: There's no way Aethelwulf comes out of this alive.
0: No, he's too much of a, I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, we find out later. I think it was right after this scene that Eckbert is is really the most selfish person on the show.
0: This is the best Eckbert scene I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Where he walks to the church by himself, Mm. and he starts talking about, I want my place in heaven, but I Mm. will sup with the devil to get what I want Want earthly. Yeah. He's like, I
1: understand you have your own world, but this is my world.
0: Right. He's like, you have already said your kingdom is not of here, but my kingdom is is of here. I I Dude, got goosebumps. Bumps. Yeah. I, I've got Chills. goosebumps again right now, Chills.
1: just talking about it. He
0: man, he's good. He oh. is good at playing the bad guy.
1: He is, and I mean, oh, I hate that we, we just kind of talked me back into Wessex right now, but
0: no. But that's the thing. He has never been the problem no. in Wessex. It's the ancillary characters around him that become the problem. Like I give a shit about King Ale. Yep. Judith. Oh. You know, I like Aethelwulf and the Quinthrop dynamic. I don't see where it goes though. I don't, you know. Right now, it's just kind of lapdog status.
1: <laughs> and, and shout out to Lesser Athelstan for not even being on the show anymore. Great, okay. great job. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad he's gone.
0: Where's Where's Alfred or whatever? Yeah. Judith's <sighs> son.
1: Um, that's a good question. We
0: don't ever see him
1: him and uh, Magnus are off playing, you know, playing keep away. We've seen
0: a lot more Magnus than we've seen Alfred.
1: I mean, playing keep away, a little monkey in the middle. Don't say keep away.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so we move on to quick scene, King Fine Hair talking to Bjorn, talking about how they're allies now Mm -hmm. and that, you know, they need to start working together.
1: And Well, before that, uh, as Bjorn's walking in, the legend of Bjorn is kind of being spread, which I found interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean, word spread quickly about him and everything, and they're sitting there, and Finer's talking to his brothers, like, "Hey, that man killed a bear, barehanded." He's like, "Barehanded." He's like, "By himself." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, we we might need to keep an eye out on that man." Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of try to be to them, like, "Oh, sit down, sit down." You know, let's let's have some Aoi. I heard that you left here as a kid, and now you're looking all grown. Came back a man. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm just not a huge fan of these fine hair boys. No. And this next scene, we actually get to meet the brother. The ships finally yeah. arrive. Um, the brother gets off after hearing what fine hair was saying. Oh, he's much worse. He just me. looked
1: happy, jolly, and
0: I was expecting some roller. Eric the Red, monster. the Berserker, anyone yeah. hopping
1: off that ship, and, and
0: instead it's this freaking boy band fighting. <laughs> I was so underwhelmed.
1: But I, I think he is going to be crazy, off of his rocker, bloodthirsty. But but the
0: problem is, is, and we'll we'll get it. The very next scene is how that he talks. He's like. You know, I I look forward to killing many Christians. Uh, Were you expecting Ragnar to kill them all?
1: Were you expecting Ragnar to be like, "Well, I am Christian."
0: No, I don't think I don't think Ragnar would play his hand like that. Yeah, you know, he's not going to give them anything. But he told him, you know, well, you'll have plenty of chances. Um, But this was the scene, especially of the two fine hair boys, that I was like, these are fake Vikings. mm -hmm. These aren't even real. I'm serious. I think this might be some kind of strange <laughs> ploy that these guys aren't even real. No,
1: I'm, just, I mean I'm. I mean they sailed in on the long ships and everything, so I'm thinking that they have to be. But they're, they're not selling the part. And even are, Ragnar was just dismissive and disrespectful. I loved it, obviously. Yeah, but
0: but they're too clean, and they just have facial tattoos. Like they don't look imposing no. at all. They just have face tats. I'm like, that's not enough. Because even like
1: badass. Floki's that wiry kind of build that they are, but.
0: They have shown Floki fight and he is beast. Mode. Yeah. You know, we are well aware and he deserves all the props when it comes to fighting.
1: But like he even still looks apart, even though like he's the same build and everything and yeah. his face tattoos, like I'm all in with him. Yeah. And like you say, with these guys, it's just like there's something off about them.
0: Something's off. I'm telling you, they just seem soft and they seem like they're just talking big, mm-hmm. but not even good at that. You know, so I was like, eh. Um, All right, so there's a big celebration going on in Kattegat, but Ragnar and Edu are not joining. They're just sitting on the roof watching everyone.
1: I'm a little worried that, and you see, and this leads to me more thinking that Ragnar doesn't make to the end of the season is because he's not even ruling anymore. And I like that he's spying and everything and just gathering information, which, uh, I mean, it could be that and he's making another big play. But there's something about him not being at these events that's a bit worrisome because Ayslog is making moves.
0: I agree. I agree. And then this is the scene where he divulges that the Viking village in Wessex yeah. is decimated and she divulges that she is the emperor's daughter.
1: And that he's no longer interested in raids. He's tired. He's yeah, worn out. He doesn't out.
0: want to fight anymore. He He doesn't care about winning anymore
1: and which he's never he never has to be fair you know all he wants to do is farm grow be old and have a massive family
0: he wants to spread
1: his seed, his seed. literally and figuratively
0: right it, well he wants to expand the vikings yeah but not necessarily in raiding you know he hates to shed more viking blood you know he'd rather expand it with farms and yeah villages otherwise yeah and
1: I think knowing that the Wessex experiment failed so horribly it is eating away at him yeah. big.
0: So maybe he's thinking of more or less moving into China instead.
1: He, he just wants fertile land.
0: Yeah. Very possible. Very, very possible. Or using some Chinese battlers to come fight for him.
1: I don't, really think, he wants to, I don't think he wants to rule. I think power has just zapped him of everything.
0: It's very possible. Maybe he liked, Maybe he preferred yeah. the simpler life.
1: Because, I mean, you see it weighs on him with Floki. Like how he had to make a decision on Floki with him. Like that tore away at him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he couldn't well, keep – he let him go.
0: He talks about it constantly. I'm constantly in flux of whether I want to kill myself or mm-hmm. everyone around me. You know, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But good segue into Floki. He steps into the celebration. Everybody goes quiet.
1: Yeah, and they but want to know more about Floki.
0: Fine hair set him down and want to understand why him and Ragnar went south. Well and, and he says I, I killed. killed his pet Christian. Yep. This is where I went on Twitter and said, careful how you speak about this. <laughs> you know?
1: But I mean not only that, you know, this is the same thing that happened with Floki with uh King what was it Herrick? Yeah. 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 I mean th- this is the same exact situation.
0: Yeah, they're trying to use Floki or I think Floki, whether he likes it or not, is a wedge. He is. You know, he just no matter whose side you're on or wherever like that, he is like the far right. Mm-hmm. He's all gods, you know. And then Ragnar's the moderate. You know, he's like I play on both sides. Yeah, and then, he
1: just wants knowledge. He he need he has a bigger craving in life.
0: Right, but. He likes to fight. I mean, it's not like he's just a simple guy, you know, just wants to talk to the gods all the time. But he's got some weird yeah. stuff going on. I mean, the seer licking his hand last episode mm-hmm. to this, you know, what we learn where he goes with talking to Ivar and yeah. teaching him stuff.
1: and I mean, they're playing Floki right. You know, they're talking him up as a builder, inventor, you know, everything that we loved about him.
0: Yeah, they're stroking his ego. Yes. Um, and building it up, building him up. I think... Ultimately to, once again, drive that wedge under Ragnar.
1: But uh, ultimately, again, I do not see him betraying Ragnar. I just, I can't see it.
0: True, true.
1: I mean, it, the card's been played so many times. I, I would even be a little bit more heartbroken if he ends up the one that ends Ragnar.
0: Oh, that'd be devastating. Devastating. All right, so we move on to another Ragnar and Edu Cinemax porn scene.
1: I, yet again, I mean... I, a foot fetish? Like, do do we need to throw that in there? I mean, apparently th- this was one of the fakest and worst <laughs> scenes I've ever seen. Like, I, I I've seen a lot better out of worse. All right. Like, so he's
0: washing her feet. Um, and then he kind of slides the hands down. It's
1: like at her belly button at best. Yeah,
0: I understand. I understand what you're saying. Way worse than that is the fact that he pulls those hands out, and then she immediately puts them in her mouth. Yeah, and like, then it's like
1: the slow dribble over yes, the body, and unclean just, hands, uh,
0: just not good.
1: <laughs> like, come on, guys, we we can do better.
0: Um, but she cut he cuts her hair off and kisses her.
1: But and I, the interesting, like I said a couple of weeks back, you know, whenever you get a haircut, you rise up in the ranks. Well, and and the
0: thing was, she said when she was you know, a princess, basically. Mm-hmm. Her hair was shorter. I think he's bringing her back to where she was instead of, uh, you know, like... Yeah, I mean, and I
1: can see that. and Removing
0: if he's, all of what the Vikings have done to her.
1: Which is giving her a rise in the ranks. Anytime, like a haircut is something that is very significant in this show. Right, true. And I think she... Could potentially become the new queen. Maybe he starts to make moves against Aslog, yeah. or maybe they run off or something, or maybe he just sends her away from the village. Or this is what leads us in China. I know it's a lot of things. I'm just kind of throwing possibly. against the wall. Possibly, but I just don't see her getting a haircut and it not leading to a move of power for her.
0: Right. She could teach him some things. Yeah. Possibly. You know.
1: It's just and maybe she knows something about weaponry, something that gives them an edge. But
0: uh, now. We must move to the scene.
1: Which one? Kids playing or... Floki's teaching Ivar
0: about some uh, some gods or some runes. Yes. All right. But Ivar's distracted. He wants to go play with the boys that are playing. Throw the <laughs> rabbit skin around. Yes. Um, so he's like, okay. So Floki decides, put him in his cart, take him out there.
1: And there was a kid willingly already throwing him out and pulling around in the cart. And I found that. Well, first off, remember... The kids won't let him have it.
0: Yeah. Then I mean, it comes, Monkey in the Middle. Classic game of Monkey in the Middle. Right. But then it comes to Floki. So Floki throws it to him. And he's like, yay, yay, yay. And they take it from him. Yeah. Floki gets pissed. They give it back to him. Kid comes to take it from him.
1: Long power struggle fighting over this thing. Wow, though. I mean, first off, who taught these people to leave their battle axes around in wagons?
0: Well, this is Ivar's wagon. So it doesn't surprise me necessarily if there is one in there. But my God, does he lose control?
1: And perfect. Full Mike Myers,
0: <laughs> battle axes, is kid's ahead. <laughs> I then mean, once, stuck. He, once he sees what he's done, he just loses his mind screaming.
1: Oh. Dude, I this completely changed me. the episode. Change the episode for me.
0: I just couldn't believe it. This was one of those high moments that you didn't think about or could possibly happen. Like,
1: straight up murder, and I loved
0: it. And Auslog's talking about... You did nothing wrong, everything's okay. Wrong. Calm down. If anything, you did it just right.
1: Hey, I'm sitting, I'm, I'm looking at her like, you are crazy. There's yeah. no way you're going to spin this story. She
0: is molding and shaping Ivar into a... A crazy person.
1: I mean, there's no way that he becomes a real character, right?
0: I don't know. I don't know what he is, what his future is. I mean, they gave him enough attention. Like, they gave him a cool name, Snake Eye. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, the fact that he's crippled is, you know, a, a large
1: part of the story. Well, and even the healing process has been a large part of the story because Absolutely. it led her to cheat. It led to a lot of yeah, things. Yeah,
0: and everything. So. This Ivar scenario is just crazy town. Yeah. Floki didn't... Floki kind of seemed taken aback when when he strikes the kid. Oh, Floki,
1: he becomes a statue. He doesn't know what just happened.
0: Yeah, so in a way, I think Floki might be a little scared of where Alslag's trying to take him to. Yeah. So I'm hoping that Floki does the right thing and tries to help Ivar. Not make him a psychopath.
1: I mean, but how do we even help him? Like, I mean, this has got to get back to Ragnar. I mean, there's got to be some kind of retribution.
0: It's got to get back to the parents of that other kid.
1: Well, I mean, that's already there. The, 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 the hole's already being dug.
0: I just can't believe it, man. It's nuts.
1: I, I'm very interested to see where this goes next week.
0: Absolutely. I, this, this is something I'm very interested in. Yeah. I have our problems. I have our world star. <laughs> uh, we skip over. To Lagartha being fitted for her dress.
1: That, that, that was just a weird scene in general. But also, were you intrigued that Vikings wear white on their wedding day? I found that to be a little off.
0: First off, it's kind of strange anyway. Everything's too clean.
1: Yeah. yeah Everything I mean, looks too
0: good. Like, I understand the dress fitting and stuff like that. And we'll get to... And they were having a lot of fun,
1: like laughing yeah, and smiling. Up, I was like...
0: I don't see this. You know, that was a strange...
1: Especially when... Murder is planned,
0: exactly. But we haven't got there yet. We come over to to Bjorn spinning that ring he got off the berserker, oh. and Torby finds finds him and says, "Hey, where'd you get that?" Yeah. And
1: they go off on a little bit of a tangent.
0: Yeah, they start talking about how she feels connected to him, especially when, he, when he's inside of her. I
1: mean, so apparently Bjorn is the lover of all lovers,
0: right? But when they're not having sex, she doesn't feel connected to him,
1: which makes sense because he's not really connected. He's, he's not a good talker, not a chatty no. person,
0: um, and he does seem obviously like focused on that map like yeah. all the time.
1: And like, I mean, he's sitting there. He goes back trying to seduce her, and she's like, "Oh, great!" Like he didn't hear anything I just said, and exactly. then whips right back around. To, but you know that was Erlander's ring, right? And he's just, and so like we like Boom. I was wondering last all week us clicked in. Like I was wondering last week, did he know? No, he knows now. Yeah, and now it's just like you said, boom, Like the light bulb went off. The stars are in the sky. Right. Wheels are turning.
0: So he's not at Lagatha's wedding. No. But he knows Lagatha is surrounded by Kalf Erlander people. Mm-hmm. So I can assume, I would think next episode we're probably going to get a Mad Dash Bjorn.
1: You think Ragnar goes with? It's hard to think that he can leave. He
0: might not go to Ragnar. To Lagatha. He might oh. not go to Ragnar to even say anything about.
1: Like, you think he'll just go off on his own?
0: Possibly. You know, cuz maybe not to let it be known that he's aware it was Erlander's ring. make, make it just another visit, you know, you know, ambiguous. Yeah. And then just crush Erlander's head or something. I'd be fine with that.
1: Um he he served his purpose.
0: I think so. But the crossbow stuff is, its they keep showing it too much. The, uh, so that true. scares me, you know.
1: We we have had a lot of crossbow action in that uh, village. And th- did Kattegat not get any crossbows?
0: No, that all came, Erlander's the one that brought that stuff back. Okay. So they're the only ones that have it so far, which could be used against it's, certain yeah. people.
1: All right.
0: Now we move on to the their Wedding. Okay. So, at first, I was not happy with this. They're way too clean. Like, this big tent they've made and all the white fabric and stuff, all the flowers and everything. They made it a big deal. This is not what I would want a Viking wedding to look like. It's not what I envisioned
1: at all. Not at all. I envisioned
0: it in the woods on a rock and a waterfall or something. I
1: mean, I also didn't see it being this big of a deal.
0: Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not at all. Because they're so loose with their men and women. Yeah. Like, it's not... It's, it's the, not polygamy you're free, yeah. or monogamy. It's like freedom.
1: What happens on a raid stays on a raid. Yeah. And just, yeah. I just, weddings didn't seem like that big of a deal, especially with men towards women.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree. So,
1: and the, they come together. Did you have an inkling feeling in you the whole time? Like I, I was like, for some reason I was sitting there, I was like, watch out for the castrating knife. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like it's going to make an appearance.
0: I had a weird feeling about it because it was all just too perfect. Yeah. It was all too fitting.
1: It was too neat. Um
0: and then when you see her pull the blade out of the uh. sleeve, I was like, Yes, Lagatha keeps her promises. And just guts him and gives yeah.
1: him one last kiss. That that was the part I didn't like. Like there was no word, there was no reasoning, there was no
0: Even he didn't seem yeah. sad about it.
1: There's no finality about it. I mean, maybe he was just thinking, like, well, she told me.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's a woman of her word. Yeah,
1: but I I just didn't like the... This was one of the times silence fell flat for me.
0: I was too overjoyed with the fact that she gutted him that I didn't...
1: Didn't didn't bother you?
0: I didn't even, like, focus on it. Yeah. Yeah, That's fair. And then to see her walking out... Like a boss. Covered in blood, like a boss. Stand up on the big rock, and everybody's (laughs) like... Chanting. What... Earl Inkvar. Mm-hmm. Earl Inkvar. And I was just like, hell yeah.
1: And then just Erlander just crushed. Yeah. <laughs> just like, well, I guess I can't make a play now. Yeah.
0: I feel like he feels like the walls are closing in on him now. So I look forward to that because he's a pipsqueak. I don't like him. So anyway, anyway, that's the episode.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't able to catch the previews for next week. So I've got, I didn't
0: either. I didn't catch him. I don't know how I missed him, but for some reason I didn't. Um, so good. Yeah. I'll be just going in blind. But uh that's gonna do it for us tonight, guys.
1: Give us a little feedback. Where do you does Ragnar make it? Are we gonna invade China? Let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, what's up with China? Is Mercia gonna get attacked? What's the deal? <laughs> um what do you think about Ivar World Star or <laughs> Lagartha Gut Punch? Um
1: uh, let us know. Just, Bjorn the Bear.
0: Yeah, hit us up. Uh bleetvpodcast at gmail.com at bleatv podcast on twitter
1: and facebook
0: and our Facebook so uh until next time guys I'm Jake and I'm Cash y'all take it easy